The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 46 and 47, beginning on page 397. God is our hope and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will we not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the hills be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof rage and swell, and though the mountains shake at the tempest of the same. There is a river, the streams whereof make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most Highest. God is in the midst of her, therefore shall she not be removed. God shall help her, and that right early. The nations make much ado, and the kingdoms are moved. But God hath showed his voice, and the earth shall melt away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. O oh, come hither, and behold the works of the Lord. What destruction he hath brought upon the earth. He maketh wars to cease in all the world. He breaketh the bow, and nappeth the spear in sunder, and burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still then, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. O oh, clap your hands together, all ye peoples. O oh, sing unto God with the voice of melody. For the Lord is high and to be feared. He is the great king upon all the earth. He shall subdue the peoples under us, and the nations under our feet. He shall choose out an heritage for us, even the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. God has gone up with a merry noise, and the Lord with the sound of the trump. O oh, sing praises, sing praises unto our God. O oh, sing praises, sing praises unto our King. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the nations, God sitteth upon his holy seat. 
the princes of the peoples are joined unto the people of the God of Abraham. For God, which is very high exalted, doth defend the earth as it were with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Again the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of your people, and say to them, When I bring the sword upon a land, and the people of the land take a man from their territory, and make him their watchman, when he sees the sword coming upon the land, if he blows the trumpet and warns the people, then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not take warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But he who takes warning will take will save his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any person from among them, he is taken away with in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore you shall hear a word from my mouth, and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy at hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixteenth verse of the fifth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. For this reason the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him, because he had done these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. Therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his Father, making himself equal with God. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son, and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead, and gives life to them, 
even so the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice, and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities, and in all our dangers and necessities, stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons and our psalms. Um, we have an interesting case here of when our 
psalms and our lessons, we can see them as narrating us through all of salvation history tonight. We have these psalms which are encouraging us to trust in God, to always believe in him and how he will deliver us constantly. And so then we enter into our Old Testament lesson where this can be, you know, how do how does Israel do this when they're in captivity in Babylon, where everything seems to have fallen apart? How do they maintain that? And it's a twofold, you know, answer that God gives. He sends forth a prophet in Ezekiel here to explain to the people what is going on, what is happening, and how ultimately is their own iniquity that has caused this. And when he's talking about their iniquity, it's not necessarily just the individual person, but it's everyone as a community, as a group, as the nation of Israel. It's always bound up. We are all always connected with one another in ancient Israel for the Israelites, but also for us in the church. We are all connected. His promises, his, his covenant was with the Jewish people. And this, so that brings us to our, our New Testament lesson where we see the fulfillment of that covenant promise. You know, as we read on in the following nights in Ezekiel, he will prophesy on the rebuilding of the temple, of the restoration of the temp temple. But we, in our vantage point of the future, know that that fulfillment of the, the rebuilt temple is in Christ himself, in Jesus. It is in the Messiah. And the church becomes the new Israel. And so we see this fulfillment of, we will see this fulfillment of Ezekiel fulfilled in Christ. We will see the fulfillment of all the prophets and all the promises of God in Christ. So that, you know, that brings us to what is Jesus doing now in our, our lesson? What does that fulfillment look like? And he is giving us a glimpse of who God is and what he is doing for us. And so this is, you know, we read tonight's passage and it can be somewhat confusing. Is You know, Jesus talking about the Father and the Son and how they're related. And this is vital for us to understand that God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all God, but they are not the same thing as persons. The Father is a unique person. Jesus is a unique person. The Holy Spirit is a unique person, but they are all one united in the Godhead that we say. They are the Trinity. And so we are getting these different aspects revealed to us for our limited human understanding of God as Father and God as Son in this passage. God as Father is always giving over authority to 
Jesus Christ, his son. He's eternally begetting the son in love. And Jesus is eternally doing the will of the father in complete obedience to him. And this movement is important aspects that are being revealed to us about who God is. That God is always giving of himself, willing to give freely out of love, in this case to his son. And his son is always completely united to the father in his will, always doing the will of his father. And so we see this connection, this you union between in love and this love that they share for one another is poured out it is so abundant that it creates everything around us everything that exists is because of their love and it is poured out on us even though we have fallen away even though we have sinned even though we have been you know through our own iniquity we have fallen away his overabundance of his love he sends us his eternally begotten son as a servant to us he serves us even though he's greater and you know is due all of our worship nevertheless he gives of himself to us. And we see this all played out. It goes back to our psalms tonight. You know, how do we trust in God? How do we do these things? How do we, when things are looking bleak, when we ourselves are metaphorically in exile in Babylon, how do we trust in God? We trust in God because we know God himself as a person in Jesus. We have encountered him in our baptism, in every Sunday in the Eucharist. We receive him and know him as someone who is completely giving of himself to us. And so that enables us to build our trust in God. We struggle with these oftentimes. We struggle in trusting God. We want to trust in things that we can see or we can feel or we can touch. But those are all false things because they are all attempts for us to gain control. We put our trust in things that we can touch, not because it's more real to us, but because we're holding on to it, because we're touching it, because we're doing the, the, the active part. And the key is always in letting go, in surrendering to, to God, just as the Father surrenders authority to Jesus and Jesus surrenders his own wants and desires to the will of the Father. He's completely conformed to the will of the Father. So too, we must surrender ourselves. And the great irony is, is that we think that surrender shows weakness. Surrender become, makes us less than, when the reality is surrender makes us greater than we ever were before. When we imitate Christ, when we try to emulate him, when we try to do the will of God and submit ourselves and to, to 
release our own need to control things and surrender these things to God. The great irony is we become more and more ourselves. We become more and more our true selves. That as we imitate Christ, we become more who we are meant to be. We become more uniquely the individuals that we are. And as we rebel against God, we tend to all look the same. We all sin in the same ways. We're all wicked and broken in the same ways. But as we surrender ourselves and our need to control things, we become more and more unique and more and more our true selves and become more and more connected with other people so that all of us as a community, as the church, become greater and greater than any of us individually, yet all of us individually are able to express ourselves and to be ourselves as only each of us individually could ever be. There's just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities. For his sake, it went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Hope you have a great night. Thank you, Father John. Hi, Rosamond. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.